and welcome to Get Real Gaming. It's the show where we get real, talking about the latest video game news and releases. I'm Richard, your host, and with me this week, it's not Lawrence, but it's our very own Chris. Hi there, Chris. Shalom. How are you doing, Chris? <laughs> I'm good. I feel like a diva holding this microphone like I know. this. We're doing instead the, of having a desk mount. <laughs> it's in real life, and we can perform it live with the handheld microphone. We shall present this episode <laughs> through the medium of interpretive dance. Yes, which you, as listener, will now have to imagine. As just we, listen to the footsteps. Just throughout this entire podcast, just every now and then, think about where our hands and our feet are. And just think Very that we're expressionalist. Doing, yes. Well, Chris, you're from the Get Real podcast. I am. Where you talk TV and the comics and movies and... Everything, pop culture, movies and TV shows. Very good. What have you been talking about last week? Well, uh, this week we were talking about Sweet Tooth, the okay. new Netflix series. Oh, yeah. um, we did first impressions, just covering episode one and two. Yeah. I have since binged the rest of it. Right. Um, it's a very good show. Oh, good. Um, we also talked about a little bit that we could potentially talk about on here as well. Oh, really? What? Um, we talked a lot about the Borderlands movie coming out. Oh, we can talk a little so bit about that. It could be a little bit of a crossover <laughs> episode, a little bit slightly. I think when that film comes out, we need to do a crossover episode. Yeah, definitely. I think the only thing really that I've seen about the Borderlands movie was when we were looking at the silhouette pictures yeah. and um, casting-wise, I don't really know everybody who's been cast, I guess. Should I give you a rundown? You can give me a quick rundown. Okay, a quick rundown. we've got Kevin Hart oh. as Roland. Oh, that's good. We have Kate Blanchett as Lilith. Okay. We have Jamie Lee Curtis as Tannis. We have Jack Black as Claptrap. Oh my Amazing god, that casting. is incredible casting. <laughs> um, who else have we got? We've got the guy that played the Russian guy in Creed 2 is playing Krieg and we've got Tiny Tina. They're like the main cast. Right. But we have had all the other like main players in Borderlands cast as well, like okay. Ellie and Marcus and all them sort of things. They've all right. been cast as well. Okay. Do we have a timeline of how this how the film's getting on? Do we know They have started production so that like filming started probably about three weeks ago from three, four weeks ago. Right. But principal photography started like a week and a half ago. Oh, okay. Um so we'll get in there. I we also the reason why I brought this up, I took a screenshot. Oh, you did? Um, we, I didn't even know I was going to be on this podcast, but it well, came in handy. It came in handy, yes. Um, because I was going to cover it on our podcast next yeah. week. Let me get this screenshot up. Um, the Borderlands Film Twitter tweeted out that um, Gearbox have got their own E3 showcase, which you probably covered last week when you were talking about E3. Uh, not for, No, we didn't actually mention it. So it, no, it so. might not have been announced then. No. Um, so Saturday, June 12th at 2 p.m. Pacific, yeah. um, Gearbox have got their own showcase. Right. So I reckon we might see something of the film with the film Twitter tweeting this out. If they've only just started uh, principal photography, yeah. is it, are we just going to see like... Uh, I don't know, like I one think, or two. Sh- I think because it's like they've shown us the silhouettes, it might be like costume reveals. Yeah, there won't be anything shot wise or anything. No, like that probably not. They might have a little bit of footage of like background stuff, you know, sort of like a mood board type thing. Show yeah. some like Mad Max or concept stuff. art and stuff yeah, as well yeah. would be nice. Because uh, we know that. that Pen from Penn and Teller shot his scenes a few. Oh, I can't believe he's going to be ago. in it. It's so good. So we know they've got that footage on lock, and uh, Kevin Hart was on set for that and stuff like that. So nice. we know there's some shots. So maybe they just give us like you know a bit of B roll to set the mood almost. Yeah, and then 
maybe they've done like the bus intro, you know, from Borderlands 1 with all oh. the characters on a bus or something. Maybe they could show us that. That would be cool. Um, just just something because we've seen like the silhouettes and I think they're going to go for maybe a real si- a stylized thing and that might be why they want to show it off at maybe like E3. Right, I see. Yeah. Oh, wow. So there is a lot to maybe potentially cover then. Yeah. In E3. We might see a lot. Um, in terms of releases this week... Um, it's not been that crazy, although a lot of stuff have come out on the 8th, which is when we're recording this. Today in particular, we've had quite a few games. Uh, Guilty Gear Strive. I know mm-hmm. Guilty Gear, but I don't really know what, what it is, but I know it's the series. It's a gotcha game, isn't it? I think maybe, yeah. But Chivalry 2 came out today. Did Chivalry 2 not come out like five years ago? Was that Chivalry um, 1? <laughs> that was Chivalry 1. This I is Chivalry, Chivalry 2, 2, yeah. Daniel. So that's out. Um, Get ready for the Yogscast to be playing that a whole bunch. I know, yeah. <laughs> no More Heroes 2 Desperate Struggle has come out on PC, as well as the original No More Heroes is now on PC. Mm. Never played it. Um, are they coming back on Switch ready for No More Heroes 3? Uh, or did one of them shadow drop when they announced it i'm not sure i can't remember I but we're it... getting them on pc now so that's yeah. something uh there was um oh that's that comes out on the ninth. sorry the no more heroes game um we also have on the 10th so this is coming up this week we've got um final fantasy 7 remake intro intragrade i'll say that properly um which is the ps5 remake not quite a remake remake for the that was on the playstation 4 yeah and uh i'm glitching out interpretive <laughs> dance hands and ninja guided master collection comes out of the ted as well on ps4 xbox one pc and switch yo is that like old school side scroll ninja gaiden or the 3d era ninja gaiden from xbox um, and xbox 360 because i loved those games i don't have that answer they I, were so hard it might <laughs> be well if it's a if it's a master collection um i'm assuming maybe all of them maybe all of them yeah because ninja garden one and two side scroller will be pretty easy to port yeah i'm just having a quick look at the trailer now to see if i can find out i can see 3d ninja garden here so mm. not the 2d one i don't think then which is what you maybe was... it's an unlockable maybe you need to True. kill enough enemies and you unlock the 2d side scroller yeah also on the 11th is a uh, ratchet and clank rift apart mm. and that is quite interesting because they've already had like the review the embargo is kind of lifted today so we have ratchet and clank news i guess uh people are saying it's the prettiest ps5 game yet Looks one it. of the best looking game they've ever played um it says rift apart has a surprisingly deft approach to dealing with mental health topics So that's quite interesting because, you know, Ratchet and Clank to me was always kind of more of a lighthearted, just silly thing. So it might be interesting that it deals with some more deeper topics. Maybe it's trying to mature itself like most of its audience now, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'm just seeing what else they've said about the game. Uh, Has Lawrence got his PlayStation 5 now? Yeah, he's got a PS5. I'm hoping he's going to play it so that um, he can tell us how it is because I don't have a PS5 at the moment Mm. and I love the Ratchet & Clank series. I think I've played pretty much all of them except for one of the PSP games. Yeah, I didn't really play them because, this is going to sound really stupid, but I didn't really play them because I was so obsessed with uh, Jack & Daxter that I thought that they were just trying to rip off Jack & Daxter and then it was kind of, because it came afterwards... 
Or did it come sort of this? The Ratchet Clank was PS3, right? No, first Ratchet Clank was PlayStation 2. It came out within like a year or two of Jack and Daxter. Yeah, but I I watched like a three hour video about Jack and Daxter the other day. Oh, brilliant. We could do an episode on that then. Uh, But I was a huge Jack and Daxter fan. And I think once I had all, I had absorbed as much of Jack and Daxter as possible, uh, then I just saw Ratchet and Clank and thought, Oh, this is just this is just Jack and Daxter. Yeah. So then I never really played it. I never Jack really and got into adjacent. it. Um, yeah, yeah. So I never got into it. Even though that sounds counterintuitive, because you'd have thought, well, if you really like Jack and Daxter, you'll probably really like Ratchet and Clank. I, I thought there was like a holy trinity of PlayStation games back <laughs> in the day. It was it was Sly Raccoon, Jack and Daxter, oh, yeah. and Ratchet and Clank. And Ratchet yeah. and Clank were the only ones that I'd ever get bought. So I used to rent. Mm. Sly Raccoon and Jack and Daxter and complete them every weekend from Blockbuster. <laughs> right, yeah. I loved those games. Let me check the release date of Ratchet and Clank. So Jack and Daxter came out in December 2001. Right. Um, December 2001. So that's the, that's the score to beat. <laughs> <laughs> Was I wrong this entire time? Uh, where's the Wikipedia page? Wikipedia never lies. It sure doesn't. Wikipedia never... Come on. Games. 2002. So they came out um like months apart when was it uh it, it was less than a year apart they came out so you know what jack that, and daxter came out first though you were right yeah i think maybe that's not really like uh oh i must have thought in my young brain this is a, a copycat of jack and daxter but really they were probably being worked on exactly the same time yeah and, and months apart is nothing really no well we were that unique. age as well and in the uk like release dates did get staggered a lot so you probably didn't know when it showed up you probably just saw it on a shelf like six months after it came out yeah 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 and you thought, weren't like there at like release date midnight launch yeah i don't think I, mean? I don't think it was that i held prejudiced i feel like i did check it out like my next door neighbor had it mm. and so i would play jack and daxter and then we would, i would go to his and play a bit of ratchet and clank yeah. with him or something but there was just i never got hooked on it for that reason i guess so I, I don't know really what it what it was but either way um ign here saying in the verdict for ratchet and clank rift apart it says it's a stunner it not only gives the latest generation of consoles a game that looks as beautiful as the improv improved tech promised but it's also a fantastic experience to play insomniac has been around the ratchet and clank block plenty of times before but rivet and the other new characters add so much charm wit and heart to a franchise i've loved for most of my life that's coupled with series best action platforming gameplay and incredible art and sound design across the board rift apart may not be the biggest adventure around but it's big heart wild weapons and incredible detail easily make it one of the most memorable of the year so far that's a lot to say yeah about this game so did they give it a score because that sounds like a nine out of ten to me um they gave it a nine out of ten wow bloody hell (laughs) i'm losing the job here this guy's (laughs) taking the show off ads um that podcast brain kicking in yeah it is yeah and they said it said as well i think that they gave uh ratchet and clank in 2016 they gave that a nine as well yeah so i think you often find with the ratchet and clank games as well they normally like reinvent the engine and like like do a lot of tech stuff with like a game and then we'll get one pretty shortly after so you'll probably find they'll build on this one with them saying it's not necessarily the longest game yeah. you'll probably find that maybe in like a year and a half we get another ratchet and clank yeah i mean i i, I think with the ten, the stuff that they've done for this game with the rifts and the the dimension kind of thing that, that you can do this there's, there's so much more there to add into their universe now mm-hmm. especially with all the brand new characters 
this is this is almost like a reboot of that fran- a reboot of the entire franchise. Yeah. From here, there's like no telling what they can do, especially when Ratchet and Clank really does feel like their flagship game. Mm-hmm. It feels for like the Halo accurate. to to Microsoft. You oh, know, for I mean for the PlayStation, PlayStation right now. Yeah, it, it was the one that we saw probably the most of when they yeah. announced the PlayStation Five. It's it's the most. It looks like the most technologically advanced game, technologically advanced game going at this point in time. Oh yes. So they had to do a performance review as well, but that's a video, and I'm not going to sit and watch that now to tell you what they think. But honestly, I mean, just the gameplay that we've seen. It's not like they've like all the marketing for the game. It's not like they've showed off just CGI stuff. We've seen. It's been mostly game gameplay. Yeah, and we've seen kind of like, I mean, even when the game wasn't finished and you could just see a tiny bits of like frames stutter between the the rift, the transition thing, even that just looked great. Yeah. And now leading up to release, we've seen even more actual gameplay stuff and it just looks amazing in game. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Um, did you play any games this week though? Um, uh, I've been playing Call of Duty. You've been playing Cold, Cold War um, yeah. on Twitch sometimes. Mm-hmm. Um, humble brag. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Self-promotion. Oh, right. um, and that's pretty much it that I've been playing. Uh, Magic the Gathering Arena as well. Um, I've been watching Sea Dog VA and a VTuber called Iron Mouse playing It Takes Two. Have you right. seen anything of It Takes I Two? I have seen some of It Takes Two. It looks good. So it's like this couple are on the brink of divorce and they end up getting turned into these dolls to complete several missions to like reconnect and like look yeah. after the door and stuff like this and it can only be played co-op yeah um like it doesn't have to be split screen but even if you're playing across internet it, it's still presented as split screen yeah. so i really want to get that game now for me and the missus to play i feel like it'll be a good little bonding exercise and also let's fight a bit on yeah games. i think that what's nice about that game is only one of you need to buy it yeah so you only buy one copy of the game but two people can play it mm-hmm. so even if you have like a really long distance relationship or something you can just one of you can just pick up the game or you can split it yeah and it's really cool you just need to download the the friend pass i think it's called so yeah that's great yeah it's really good um oh and i forgot to mention as well um that on the 11th you know on the switch the game builder garage garage <laughs> the <laughs> game British. builder garage is coming out <laughs> And that looked kind of interesting. So is that like a a game maker essentially? Yeah, it looks a bit like it looks a bit like visual coding, visual scripting for kids. Okay. Um, but I suppose it also gives anybody who doesn't have a clue about about uh, coding or anything like that a way to just mess around and make fun stuff is it kind of like uh was it called dreams on the playstation 4 uh, it, like well, last year or something i didn't see the actual gameplay of dreams like how you put games together mm. but this is kind of yeah it's sort of nintendo's way of doing it but for more of a like uh like an application sort of way where you've got blocks of of things that you say oh you're connecting blocks that say i want you to do this when this happens yeah, yeah. kind of thing that's and kind of how unreal yeah works. you can do it unreal yeah. in that way yeah there's some unity tools that do that as well which is nice um it looks interesting but it doesn't look like i mean i don't know what the potential is yet 
but um, it would have been nice to have made it sort of Super Mario-esque as well, maybe incorporate it into the Mario Maker well, stuff would have been good. that's what I was thinking. Is it Nintendo themselves putting this out, or is it a third party? I think it's Nintendo's. I think it's Nintendo's Because if it own. is Nintendo, like you said, I like to me it sounds like, like they were building off the Mario Maker thing. Maybe they've seen a lot of interest with how much Mario Maker sells. Maybe they're like, oh, we can breathe the next generation of game coder through this. Yeah, and you know, there was actually a... Um, there was, before Super Mario Maker, I think, there was also a, a Mario game on the DS. There was also a 2D game where you kind of had to use your stylus on the DS. Or on, I think it was also on the Wii U, maybe, to kind of build little platforms to kind of help them through the levels. And then there was a level builder in that, too. Was that... Um, Mario versus Kong 2 or something? Something like that, yeah. Mario versus yeah, Donkey Kong, I think. And like, yeah, yeah, you yeah, had yeah. little wind-up Tipping toy. Point, I th- Mario versus... You had like little wind-up versions of Mario that you would help go along. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. It's definitely that. Uh, what was it? I Tim- remember the first one of them on Game Boy Advance. Yeah, but there was a there was a build a level builder yeah, in that as well, wasn't in there? In the second one, I believe so, yeah. Yeah, so that's the game I was thinking of, though. Um, so, but yeah, the publisher is Nintendo. I've just had a quick look. Mm. So it's a Nintendo title. So I wonder if this will ever integrate with Labo or anything like that, because that would be really cool if they could make it integrate mm. with that or, um, so is this going to have like, you need to own the game to play the stuff that's made on it. I know they're going to have like a communal area. Yeah. yeah, That'd be really cool. That'll add a load of new, fresh stuff for the switch as well. Cause the switch eShop like it has loads of stuff on there but it's like difficult trying to find like the real good stuff to play and stuff like that so yeah. it'll be nice to have a load of extra free fun content to play because that's what mm, i look for yeah. is like if i don't want to drop like 11 pounds on a game that i don't know if it's going to be any good and it might only be like two hours in length like just buying this and then being able to play loads of people's different games yeah, would yeah. be really yeah. really cool they should do like someone should start like a happy wheels type Thank your eyes are like, <laughs> yes, Happy Wheels. would be amazing. I just um, had a throwback to 2012. Yeah. Um, games that I've been playing this week mostly were kind of VR and, and 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 Dota was the other one, but mostly just VR stuff because uh, me and my girlfriend had to go into self-isolation for eight days. I think she must have been on a train Ooh. or something and someone just... Yeah. walk past her so someone uh, was someone was in the same city on the other side of the sea yeah. two hours ago that had it yeah please self-isolate yeah exactly so yeah we, we did test and we neither of us had it but um so i couldn't go to the gym so i was doing vr boxing and stuff, i mean and that you're was... really lucky that you kind of got vr if you're trapped in like a flat like yeah you're able to explore a bit yeah. like yeah but instead all... of being stuck in the four walls but funnily enough my girlfriend also was trying it and she started to really enjoy it because mm. you know normally i mean that's surprising to me because uh, she suffers motion sickness or used to on the older vr headsets okay on this one not so much so it still does if she has to do a quick movement or something mm. but it's much better than it used to be for and she actually got to enjoy beat saber and fit xr kind of much more than she used to and i actually got to play beat saber multiplayer as well oh. which was fun we have a friend have got who two has, headsets well we i do have two headsets but we have a friend who also has uh, a quest 2 now oh. and and so we went on multiplayer beat saber and that was a good oh. time too i thought you meant it like you and Naylor in no, the same place we are talking about doing minecraft together though in vr yo because i've got um, let me tell you something real quick oh yeah good 
I've never once used VR. Oh, you've never used never VR? Used, well, every I've, time I've had the opportunity to, it's just kind of like fell through or like didn't have time or something like never, that. So never, I've never. Oh, um, no. I feel like I would probably get motion sick the first time. Oh, we're going to have to give it a go after this episode. <laughs> we finish recording. If, if Sam's not showed up yet for games night, we'll go and... Screw magic VR. VR. Magic in VR. Magic in VR. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> Next level. Um, yeah, it's really good. You're and like Yu-Gi-Oh. Oh, Yu-Gi-Oh by poor. So you play like... Oh yeah. Down at the tie than yeah. your opponent on the other side. <laughs> 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 uh, Beat Saber in multiplayer is pretty funny though because instead of just you both playing at the same time and then you just see each other score, mm. th- you actually have the two platforms opposite each other okay. so just off to the side you could see your friend also doing everything and yeah. then see the blocks firing at them so it's actually really good because you could just see what they're yeah and, and and oculus in particular has a really good like party chat voice feature thing and because okay. you don't really need to be wearing headphones to do it and it's done really well um so it's a really good party experience on multiplayer experience on the quest mm-hmm. um i saw my dad yesterday and he showed me the quest too and i noticed at first i thought that maybe the field of view was smaller but then i went home and put that one the oculus one on again and realized that it was actually a bit bigger okay. and also there's a bit of a screen door effect on on the first one which you can you can see which is basically when because the screen's so close to your eyes you can basically see almost the pixel yeah breaks and because you can see the kind of the grid, they call that the screen door effect. But on the Quest 2, it's almost impossible to notice because okay. they've they changed panels from LED to LCD, I think. Or, or, that way or the yeah. other way around, one of the way around. And because of that, um, the quality of the screen is much better. Yeah. Smaller pixel sizes, is it? Yeah, yeah. smaller pixel size, uh, so it's high not resolution. Like the virtual boy anymore. <laughs> no, definitely not. Although that was not that bad. That's like fair. that's like the only thing close to VR that I've ever played is a virtual boy. Th- once <laughs> I honestly think the virtual boy it gets a bad rep. It does. It does like, really for what it was at yeah. the time. I mean, maybe too ahead of its time. I bet Nintendo now is like, oh, we could have. Yeah. we should have made a VR. Got, the Switch is per- well, the Labo. <laughs> the Labo. The Labo has. VR, Come on it? now, yeah. Chris. That's I, was, I was about to say that like, the switch is like perfect to slip into a VI, uh, VR goggle. Yeah. But and they do that they with, the it with the Labo, they but do, there's yeah. like hardly any game supported though. But that's what I mean though. You can go, you can take. Come on, Nintendo. You can do what Breath of the Wild a bit, I think. Okay, and I think you can do. I don't know. There's so little that you can yeah. do. They really should. Like with this I mean, new game garage thing. Oh my god! Allow, allow it's all coming VR together. Support. This is the whole episode. Is just the potential Bro. Nintendo's potential. <laughs> Somebody hire us too. Somebody, Come on, Nintendo. It's just for, it's on, crazy. Doug Bowser or whatever your name is. <laughs> but this is the thing, right? So when Google was starting to push VR for themselves, because yeah. there was a time when Google was like, "Have you seen this new VR thing going on?" You know what they used to do? You used to, you could send you could give them your address and they'd send you one of those cardboard ones for your phone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, you could just get those for free. So why haven't Nintendo just started a thing where you could just get a VR Labo I mean, thing for free? I mean, Labo's just cardboard, and it just... That's what I mean. Just, like, send diagrams out. We print them out, cut you yeah. out of cardboard, yeah. stick some cardboard yeah. together ourselves without yeah, yeah, having yeah. to pay 50 quid for some cardboard. Yeah. and then throw your Switch in it. <laughs> yeah. But, it, but Google used Imagine to Imagine that, the VR Labo, with, like, Ring Fit or something like that. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Bro. And Nintendo could just have like a, a thing where you can print out a VR headset or you could apply to have one sent to you and pay delivery for it if they have to. Yeah. Just send you some Labo 
branded cardboard and then you could just put together your own headset to put the switch into and then have a whole store for vr stuff yeah Oh my God, Nintendo! What? Because uh, they've already got motion control in the Joy Cons. Anyway. Oh, for God's sake, Chris! It's like everything's there, ready. <laughs> literally VR. <laughs> Do you think this is going to be the Switch Pro? Because that's oh, we think uh, we might be getting. Yeah, they've been saying that for two years though. I, I held out for years waiting for a Switch Pro, did, and then did, it didn't did. end up happening. So I ended up no. getting a Switch in the end. No, but now next week. <laughs> don't like as, like i got my switch finally and then a rumor leaked again that like two months time before christmas we were getting a switch pro I was like no, no at least give that. me a year so i could trade it in and upgrade or something yeah. or buy another one and give that one to the yeah. missus so we can play i don't know fucking animal crossing together or something <laughs> animal crossing vr <gasps> go in your first house person, first person animal crossing, crossing yeah that would be great wouldn't it Bro, I know it'd be pretty good. Uh, First person Pokemon in VR. Oh, Pokemon, Pokemon Stadium. Snap! Snap! <laughs> we both liked each other's ideas oh, too much. That was great. Oh my god! Can we have a rumble back and everything for it? Oh for, the, for the labo. Oh my god! I love it. Yeah, I love it. Okay, well, speaking of E3. <laughs> okay. Um, Were we speaking of E3? Well, we mentioned, well, we mentioned the, it. The Switch Pro. Yeah. Capcom has announced uh, that its E3 2021 showcase is coming on Monday, June 14th. So on the 14th, we're getting Capcom. They are uh, saying that uh, it's, the showcase is confirmed to include the Great Ace Attorney Chronicles... Can I make a prediction? Okay. We're going to get a new Marvel versus Capcom game. Okay. And it's going to have something to do with the MCU. Continue. Very good. Um, but they've confirmed uh, it's going to also have uh, Monta... Monta. Monta Hunter. Monta Hunter. Monta Monster Hunter Rise. Monster Hunter Stories 2. And uh, it's also going to include Resident Evil Village, which I don't understand why these... DLC. Why? Yeah. Oh, well. Yeah, could, could be DLC. I don't you think the Resident Evil Village, the marketing was strange. Cause have you seen gameplay now of Village? Yeah. Have you watched a playthrough? I've not watched a full playthrough, but I've seen no. enough gameplay of it. You've seen enough? Yeah. So it's obviously it's not a spoiler, but the Lady lady D, Lady yeah. the Mystery, cr- Crispy, Crispy, <laughs> Salt and Vinegar Lady. Crispy Cream. Yeah, Crispy Cream. She crispy cream. is literally like the one of the first people you kill. And then, the, and then there's an oh. entire game that happens. I thought she was that. like reoccurring throughout the thing. Right? Yeah. No. She like you. You, you get through her, and then that's it. But the inter- that's do you what know what it was? It's because the internet latched onto it. But that's what I mean. They were so clever. But isn't it funny? That's the way that they did it. Yeah. That, that the marketing. Maybe was all the DLC is a prequel with her more in it. Uh, <laughs> they want some more. Want some more bit tall, of, bit of big, vampire big lady. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I won't say what I was going to say. <laughs> Bear in the big blue house is what you were going to say. It's a family friendly podcast. Yeah. Um, big anime energy. <laughs> yes. We don't know exactly what kind of announcements we're going to get, but many will be hopeful that some of the entries will be from the leaked list of Capcom projects, which. Um, Marvel versus Capcom 4. Uh, we're talking Dragon's Dogma 2. Boo. Street Fighter 6. Good. Um, I can't believe we're still waiting on six, five. Feels like it was ten years ago. Yeah, um, it has been a while since five came out. It does feel like a long time. It was near the beginning of last gen, wasn't it? I feel like 
I feel like the game's been out so long I've seen it on a box in a store somewhere. That's probably how long the game... Uh, yeah, I think it was beginning of like Xbox One era because yeah. I remember getting Street Fighter 4 on 360 and that was sort of like two years, a year and a half before the 360 expired. Right. Yeah. On the list of other potential leaks, uh, Resident Evil Outrage for quarter four. Never heard of that, but that sounds interesting. Uh, Rockman, which is Mega Man in North America match. Rockman match. Rockman. (laughs) (laughs) It's Mega Man, but he's got over to North America and he's gone back in time. So they didn't have metal. It was the Stone Age. So he's Rockman. Is this actually what it is? I don't know. I'm just winging it. Very good. It sounds right though, doesn't it? (laughs) It, Yeah. Well, it said Rockman brackets, Mega Man in North America, close brackets, match. (laughs) Yeah, I don't know. Uh, Resident Evil 4 remake. Ooh. Potentially on the Switch, <laughs> isn't, that, isn't it coming? On, isn't it on the Switch? The remake. It might so I think we be already on know about that. I think that's the thing that already exists. Um, Monster Hunter Six. Oh yeah, they're going to do another Monster Hunter at some point. Well done, everybody. Um, <laughs> Biohazard Apocalypse Final Fight remake. Yeah, it's just a bunch of stuff that is. We don't, you know, it's obviously just a rumored leak. So. Um, but let's see what else E3 is up to um, this you know year. What? While you're searching for that real quick, I thought about it and then I completely forgot about it and I just remembered with me talking about Marvel vs. Capcom. Yes. Ratchet and Clank came out at such the right time, like multiverse rifts, you know what I mean? Yes. Into the Spider-Verse, Spider-Man oh, yeah. 3, Doctor oh, yeah. Strange, Multiverse of Madness. Multiverse is just in the zeitgeist, isn't it? So, is, so, so Rift you, Apart was perfectly timed. So what you're saying is Ratchet and Clank are about to become part of the Marvel Cinematic Universe. That's exactly what I wasn't saying. <laughs> I mean, yes. No, what I'm saying is they just like, you know, after Into the Spider-Verse came out, they were like, right, Multiverse is a big thing that people care about right now. Yeah. And they managed to get a they managed to get they the game out, the game out up, like in front of the curve, you know what I mean? So well timed. Right. Anyway, carry yeah. on with E3. Uh, yeah, so E3 is obviously going to be from... Uh, well, apparently June 8th, which is today as we're recording, all the way through to July 22nd, according to this. That's the longest E3 no, in the it's, history. It's like separate separate streams that they're all kind of bundling into the E3 2021 schedule. So, But we won't probably have anything really announced until like that weekend of it, probably when no. all the showcases are out. Yeah, no. So it's looking like we've, we've got kind of play date update. What's play date? In this case, Playdate E3. I don't know what this is. Um, it rings a bell, the name. I'm sure I heard you guys talking about Playdate. Handheld console. What? Playdate, handheld price and details announced along with E3 adjacent stream. Is it? Is it Google trying to make a portable stadium or something? It looks like a third-party product. Developer Panic... Known for publishing Untitled Goose Game and Firewatch and the cool. portable console. Oh, developer panic. That's, it's their, oh. it's their thing, maybe. So we're going to get Untitled Goose Game launch title. That's a really fun game, you know. <laughs> if that is, I'm just, I'm just baffled that that's the news I've just read um, about this. Is we all know true? it's going to get like, like a thousand sales from people who are like diehard and just want to make YouTube reviews on it and then it's going to fail because the Switch is already a handheld console. I mean, it just looks like a fat Game Boy. It doesn't really look Does like it? <laughs> yeah. Spin oh, this yeah, laptop around. Show me, me, me this fat Game Boy. Up. Is it down. fat Game Boy in the way that 
Pikachu and Fat Pikachu. Yeah. Well, it looks like a. It, it looks like a small fat. Does is oh, it fucking you, wind up power as well? But you know what it is. What you know why? Because it's a sixteen by nine screen instead of a four uh, by okay. three. So they've made it as wide as the screen. Is that a wind up? It looks like. If oh, that's I've, wind up, then that's ah, really cool. <laughs> it's winded me up a bit. What's it? <laughs> what is this? It's a new tidy handheld game system with a bunch Eco of brand friendly. new games. We made Playdate just for fun. And they've got their own live stream coming up. It's so that when your kids are having a play date, you don't need to ba- make sure they've got batteries. Just wind oh, up when you get there. Little thank- black and white Oh screen. my God, Look it's it. made by Teenage Engineering as well. So they did. they do a lot of kind of boutique electronic stuff they did like it for musicians they did like the op1 it's like a very expensive very small kind of sampling okay sense of yeah they do very kind of boutique type stuff so that's quite cool that means it's going to be expensive by the way <laughs> um the crank is is it a gimmick nah does it charge playdays battery no oh. is it really fun yes 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 right so it's an analog control it's a controller it looks like you wind up a, a torch with it, but it's a controller. You could have like a game like Flappy Bird or something. You need to wind it up oh. to make it move and then... It, it is definitely just a black and white screen though, by the look of this. Oh yeah, look But at it could all be this. all black or all white. Like. No, yeah, but we're looking at the game to see if there's anything we can see here. I mean, that looks pretty cool. If it's going to be expensive, I'm not going to buy it. If it was like, if that was like 50 quid, I'd definitely pick oh, it up. And there's like a developer thing because they're oh, SDK. So you can make games oh, $179. There you go. I mean, that's not too bad. It's going to be £180 over here, though. We're not going to get the exchange rate because no. we never do with technology. No. Yeah. So it's probably going to be too pricey for me. But we have the we have you, the specs here as well. Somebody's definitely got to remake Pokemon Blue and oh, Red yeah. on there straight of course. When the SDK comes out, definitely. Okay, so it's got 14 days standby clock with eight hours of active battery. Um, it's using a CPU that nobody's ever heard of. It's got 16 megabytes of RAM with four gigabytes flash storage um, cutting edge definitely well i mean you know for that that's all it needs really i suppose it's a 400 by 241 bit display and it's got a built-in mono speaker but a stereo headphone jack condenser mic and trrs mic in you know what this is why is it this is hey you want retro <laughs> yeah i mean it's do you want to pay extra for retro but it's packaged in that look at this like, it looks pastel. like it's got an antenna on it as well yeah there's like a stereo dock for it <laughs> to make it even chunkier <laughs> to make it like a little it looks like a little, it, a robot. little portable tv it looks like from yeah. the 90s yeah you know like in every 90s film you'd see a security guard watching a little portable tv yeah yeah <laughs> truman show <laughs> yeah so that's happening anyway then we have on the ninth. So, so we actually the play day re- update revealed things happening now as we speak. Uh, welcome to the live coverage of, of the three yeah, play already just happened, um, and then we have the battlefield revealed tomorrow. Ooh. The new battlefield. Ooh. Do we reckon it, uh, we had leaks on this? But I think, but I haven't checked in on them. Do we reckon it's going to be modern or is it still set in the past? Oh, I have no idea. I don't know. Uh, we could probably have a look and see what I'm people sure we are had saying. a leak of some kind about it. Mate, you have too many tabs open there. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that yeah. for me is just... It's a headache. Yeah. yeah. Battlefield 2021. Rumours and a battle. 2042, that says. Hello, Sam. Hello. <laughs> we are joined by Sam from the Get Real podcast. <laughs> Oh, bloody, 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 bloody. bloody joined us at the right time, hasn't he? Bloody joined us. We're just going through the E3. Uh, what's happened at E3? What's E3? What's E3? The Electronic, electronic 
Entertainment, Entertainment Expo. Expo. Three E's. Is that why the, it's E3? Because there's yep. three E's. That's right, yeah. But what about the first E? Well, that's electronic. There's four E's then. No, there's not. Okay. Electronic <laughs> Entertainment Expo. It's not Electronic Arts Entertainment Expo. Extreme. <laughs> <laughs> if you just move from one mic to the other. <laughs> to the, yeah. Um, you, Sam should start a new conference called E4 and it's Extreme Electronic Entertainment Expo. You get sued by E4, Chris. <laughs> <laughs> the channel. The channel. TV channel E4. Yeah. Um, battlefield to be set in 2042 question mark this is a potential future but didn't we already have a battlefield 2042 back in the day like on pc and playstation 2 wasn't that a battlefield 2042 we had so a 1942 we... google i'm sure we had a 2042 and it had mechs in it battlefield 2042 battlefield 2 no you might be thinking of that um game that i couldn't remember the name of this forever and ever and ever yeah. front lines fields of war he'll never forget it again. <laughs> no it wasn't that one but we found the one that i'm talking of when we were looking for yours it was some yeah. sort of battlefield in the right later right. on in the 2000s but other things that are rumored here is, is rumored to have 128 player games and also battle royale Ooh, potentially 64 versus 64 well either that or 128 player battle royale oh battle royale so anyway we'll learn more about that tomorrow um, we've got Summer Games Fest. We've got some other ones. Gorilla Collective. I don't really know who that is, but they're doing a, something on June 12th. Well, there's a Wholesome Direct on Saturday. Is nice that not Nite- that's not Nintendo then, is it? Because they're wholesome just stream. stepping on people's toes now, not telling people about their um, about the new Switch. And then Ubisoft is doing an, uh, a thing on June 12th. And Ubisoft is prob- have, you, have you seen the Ubisoft film that's coming out as well? Sorry? Uh, based off that werewolf game we Wolf covered it on our podcast no no no, <laughs> no it's like a um, you know the why did the I game? say Wolfenstein it's you know, it, a World <laughs> War 2 game but just so happens to have the word wolf yeah. in the title no you know like the party game werewolf that you can play with your mates where you're all like villagers Dying, and somebody's uh, a secret by daylight? No. no somebody's a secret werewolf and it's you need to kill people about Ubisoft no uh, <laughs> uh, no, it's no not we covered this on our podcast the other week it's not about the thing that happened on the roof was that Ubisoft uh, was that Ubisoft? They were the guys that made... Uh, no, that was the CD Projekt Red, wasn't it? Yeah, that was Cyberpunk, right? No? I know nothing. <laughs> okay, well, very good. Thank uh, you, Sam. Thank um, you. Yeah, you know like that game where somebody's like a secret werewolf and they need to kill all the other players? It's kind of like Among Us before Among Us. Deceit! No. no. That, was one. that was a free-to-play. <laughs> anyway, they made like a VR a game on the PlayStation 4, which was something werewolf, and then now they've made a film out of it. Oh, that's cool. So that's, like, that's the first yeah. Ubisoft film that we're getting. Oh, that's okay then. That's not bad. Um, Ubisoft Studios. So Ubisoft have confirmed that the next mainline entry in the Rainbow Six franchise will be part of the event, mm. uh, which also confirms it's no longer going to be called Rainbow Six Quarantine, which is what people thought it was going to be Because we have to yikers on that name now. It <laughs> <laughs> would be a terrible name. Uh, also, uh, Far Cry 6 stuff. Uh, yeah, there's probably a few things I that want, we can see from... I want Far Cry 6 just to get the Sausage Dog pre-order. I don't actually want the game. I just want to have want a sausage, sausage Dog with only two legs and wheels as my little companion because that's the cutest fucking thing in the world. That's, that's... <laughs> I haven't played Far Cry since Far Cry 4 and I only want it now for a Sausage Dog with two legs. <laughs> <laughs> little Sausage Dog. Uh, Devolver Digital are doing a 
conference on the 12th as well. And uh, Devolver Digital's last year. Do you, do you watch it last year? It was just nuts. Uh, was, I remember seeing parts of it. It was just absolutely mental. What was announced? I, I don't even remember. It was that nuts. <laughs> I don't know what they talked about. Is it like when Bethesda get a band that nobody's heard of to play? <laughs> Literally, no. It was just an insane amount of... It was, oh, so, it was such loads a meta- of indie games, wasn't it? Like, yeah, smashed yeah. together. I yeah. remember now. Yeah. Four guys, yeah. That is Devolver, yeah. That's also probably... But it doesn't... Um, who owns Fall Guys now? Epic Games maybe own Fall Guys now. Uh, yeah, I think I think they yeah they bought something it in. like that. Um, so I I've, I've honestly don't know what to expect from Devolver because that is going to be a little bit. You would have thought that that little play date console thing would have been from a company called Devolver because they're like devolving back yeah. to a little wind up console, which is yeah. a wind up console. <laughs> but maybe teenage engineering being kind of like putting it together as kids yeah. and coming up with something uh but we don't need to go through kind of really the rest of what's what's happening but obviously we've got uh, upload vr so maybe we get some more vr stuff coming definitely not from nintendo no uh, (laughs) xbox and bethesda what do we think they're going to be uh but uh, hopefully something from the new um elder scrolls yeah do you think it'd be elder scrolls because there was a bit of talk about there potentially being a spin-off fallout game as well a bit like oh. a New Vegas style. Oh, oh. we did. We had uh, some sort of leak about maybe a New Vegas 2 or something. Oh, right. Yeah. So, well, like a remake or something. No, New Vegas 2. A sequel to New Vegas. Doesn't, oh, it, right. doesn't yeah. it feel like right. forever ago we got that Elder Scrolls tease? That was like the same year as Fallout 76, wasn't it? Uh, yeah, they announced mm. that they were working on it the same year that 76 came out. And then last year... I think they just said they were still working on it, so that's what I'm hoping for, Elder Scrolls Six reveal. That You're was, a big Elder Scrolls Online player, though, aren't you? Yeah, but that was the same year that they announced Elder Scrolls Blades on the phone, and then that came out, and then they didn't... That that It came out, and... And now it's on Switch, and still nobody plays it. Still nobody plays it. <laughs> well, didn't, didn't Bethesda have a game coming out, like a, like a, a space-themed game that was meant to it, it almost reminded me a little bit of um that cloud 23 game the game that's never coming out with mark hamill in it the game that's never coming out with mark hamill yeah the game that's been in development and they've been recruiting audio engineers for like forever oh, oh star citizen oh, yeah, yeah, yeah well yeah there were the starfield is the one you're starfield, thinking of that's yeah. The one. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah maybe we'll see some of that yeah because that's that's obviously something they have shown off. I love the way this turned from a two-man podcast into a three-man just podcast. Just halfway it's through so the show. seamless. <laughs> yeah, you'll never know uh, that he wasn't there to begin with. Just pulling up a chair. And just... Yeah, yeah. Uh, so this is how all podcasts should be done from now on. Square Enix presents. So I think we're just going to have lots Kingdom of... Hearts 4. <laughs> Kingdom Hearts 4. Kingdom Hearts Birth by Chain of Sleep Melodies 3. Final Fantasy. Yeah. <laughs> uh, PC Gaming Show. That's just Lawrence screaming about PC Master Race. <laughs> yeah. uh, is also there. Uh, future Games Show. What is isn't this? That, isn't that just everything at E3? Yeah, literally. <laughs> Except for you... everything that Capcom is showing, apparently. Yeah. Uh, Capcom we've already covered, yeah. Maybe it's games for that Neuro link that Elon Musk oh. is bringing out. Like you can play the game in your own head. And Monkeys could play Pong already. <laughs> Future game <laughs> inside the head? Yeah. Future of wow. Game. But not in the head, not like without a screen. 
but they've been taught to use sensors, brainwaves. Yeah, yeah. They just think about what they where they want the pong thing to go, and then they are be- beating AIs. Why, and why are fucking what... monkeys getting better games than us? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're just having. Pong. They get pong, and we get Cyberpunk 2077. I can't believe it. I'd rather have pong with my brain. Pong you know what I mean? Bastard would be also, great. do we reckon Future Games is going to have a soundtrack by the Mighty Boosh or something like that? But I want to know future what Future Games. <laughs> I want to know what the Future Games show is what even is it i'm detecting a big lack of cd project red at this uh oh. uh, they normally show off through um xbox though don't they you mean through news articles that say that the game's not doing very well they normally show off through big yellow screens that say sorry the game's delayed <laughs> <laughs> this is so future game show is a games radar stream apparently oh the the magazine games radar. yeah 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 so i don't know what the hell they're gonna do but Oh, well, I saw something with Laura Bailey and Troy Baker, so maybe something Last of Us. <laughs> maybe. Um, and then we've obviously got still uh, Nintendo Direct E3 on the 15th of June, which will then be followed by some sort of treehouse. Mario Galaxy 3. That would be fantastic. If they did that, that would be great. That'd I be think really we great. need more Zelda because it's the anniversary. It's Zelda's anniversary now. Yeah. Mario's anniversary is gone and you can no longer buy it. True. They're no longer celebrating it all the time. So I think it's about time they start cranking the Zelda wheel. That would make me very Do happy. Do you reckon we might get a, maybe a shadow drop of a port of a Zelda game? Maybe. Well, I don't think so. Not a shadow drop because we uh, they've obviously they announced the Skyward Sword remake. Mm-hmm. But they shadow dropped the Amiibo for that the, yeah. the, the other week, which was uh, crazy. Uh, but other than that, the only time that they drop ports for Zelda and stuff is when they add them to the online, like the NES yeah, yeah, thing. Yeah. But th- that's been there forever. Like just kind of the the link between, the link to the past I think was on yeah. there and, and stuff. So yeah, I don't, I don't think they'd shadow drop it. They'd, well, they'd make a big deal out of it. I don't I know. I'm just thinking because this year is the year of Zelda's yeah. anniversary, isn't it? So you would have thought we would have more than one game coming out. So if they announce it at E3, what's the likelihood that it's going to come out at the end of the year? Yeah, I don't know. And I think that um, we might not see any hardware news actually at this thing. So no. I don't think we'll actually see anything about the Switch Pro, just personally, from the way that they worded kind of what they're going to be showing off. They they specifically said software. So yeah. unless they're just saying that, and then they are going to actually say That's something. Big reveal. They probably are sat there in the boardroom going, I can't believe all these kids think that we're going to announce a piece of hardware. We've, not yeah. even, we've only been working on it a year or so. We're not Four sure. years. <laughs> yeah, We've been not, working on it since the Switch revision came yeah. out two years ago. We're not ready to drop the 4K Switch Pro yet. No. It's actually... You want a 1080p screen on a handheld? Fuck no. No, no, no. We just want to give you... Your iPhones can do 4K, though. Yeah, yeah, well... Well, we're thinking about this new Labo VR thing, actually. Uh, Yeah, just employ us. Yeah. Is that hardware, technically, if it's cardboard? Cardboard is hard. It's bendable. It's bendable. (laughs) Somewhere between hardware and software. It's WarioWare. Recyclableware. WarioWare. WarioWare. That would be pretty good. That would be really good. I reckon maybe some gameplay or something else from breath of the wild 2 with it yeah. being the anniversary of zelda yep. something more than just that teaser that we got i think that people had were so disappointed online about not seeing anything mm. like making everybody wait for the entire show just for um them to come out towards the end and say we know you're really looking forward to more and we know that you just sat through an entire showcase <laughs> of indie games to find out more but we don't have anything else to tell you tell you here's right sky now. with sword <laughs> here's sky with sword uh, uh port 
from that looks just like the PC one that you can ROM that you can download now. Um, a couple of tech, tech, texture changes, but other than that, we've not done anything else. We've we've made it playable on the Switch, and that's about it. Yeah, I think I think maybe because it's running on the same engine as Breath of the Wild, isn't it? So they've they showed it off. What the trailer was two years ago now for yeah. Breath of the Wild two. Yeah, so they must have something to show. Yeah, and I wonder how long uh, or how. Yeah, how long it will be till they kind of slow down with Animal Crossing stuff because they have still been doing a lot of like Animal Crossing updates and promoting mm-hmm. the Animal Crossing stuff. But um, but now it's got to that point where they probably know people aren't playing it as much. So I wonder if they're going to keep pursuing a bit more, like if the team is still working on a lot of new content or not. Yeah, it would, it would have to be like a big drop at this point, wouldn't it, for them to like really make a big fuss about it if it was just like the season change which is normally what the big info has been like when there's a holiday or a big season they drop some new items it would have to be like a big shake-up wouldn't it like you can now expand your island or you can now have like a second island which is like tropical themed yeah yeah something like that that'd be good yeah i'm just thinking of like things that happen to really get people back in the game (laughs) (laughs) tropical themed one arctic themed one yeah what if you could choose one game to cross over into animal crossing like animal crossing x something what would you do devil may cry <laughs> silent hill <laughs> it will be fortnite it, it would be, be fortnite, fortnite. It, it, would, it would be isabelle in fortnite it and the character be. model's only half the size so she becomes the new meta it's yeah. like rose in Warzone, where her costume's all black, black. so you can't yeah, see you it can't see isabelle is half the hitbox yeah that's great um the last thing is gonna be, <laughs> the last thing is gonna be ea play on July 22nd, but we don't still That's just going to be FIFA. Yeah. <laughs> it's just going to be FIFA 2022. Yeah. So that's kind of what we're looking at in terms of E3. Obviously, right now it's the E3 season, so we'll probably be back next week to tell you what happened during the week throughout E3. Uh, but until then, thanks for listening to today's episode. And thanks, Chris, You're for welcome. joining me. Thank you, Sam, for thanks. joining us. <laughs> thanks, <laughs> what is this? <laughs> Sam just walked in the door and shoved a microphone in his face. Well, yeah, he did, yeah. Right. Thanks, everybody, for listening again. Uh, leave us a, a rating and a review and uh, share it with your mates if they also like video games. And we hope you have a great week. And uh, until then, we'll catch you next time. Bye-bye for now. Check out Get Real, the podcast, the original Get Real. Chris loves to do this thing at the end of episodes where he leaves like a little bit extra for when you're listening, so... Check out Get Real. (laughs) The original podcast.